Alright. Half hour black power. Yes, sir. I got Bomani in the building. Back for another episode. Me talk to me. Yeah, uh, all the youngins in my hood popping perks now. I hear you. Turn into Meech. I like this kind of rap. Yeah. He talked to me. The toys you made? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I used to sell Reggie, then how I get to the Forbes. I take a shot if I miss, I'm getting on board. I hear you. And quitting no more. Like, give me some more. We went old Navy, it feel like Christian Dior. It's dead broke, but Richard's soul was really that poor. That's what you're talking really that dumb. Because we carry a gun. And that word. Bleeding on the beat. Bleeding on the beat. I'm speaking to you as a prophet as rare as they come. Gunshots sound like music hanging out the Buick. Why you mm. wanna be a shooter? Mama told me not to do it, but I did it. Now I'm locked up in the prison. Calling mama like I shouldn't have did it. Watch my <laughs> dream shatter in the I shouldn't have did it. I'm on a visit, posing for the picture. Oh, like like I'm going for it. my promise, something. Like I ain't facing time or something. Mm. Ride for these niggas like that shit ain't hurt my mama, something. Only one gonna give me commissary, even buy me something when it all fall down. Uh huh. Mm. Oh, I had to stop it there. I had to stop it there. Yeah, but half hour black power. But like, I, I, I like that new me. I ain't gonna lie. And I, I, it's I, nice. Um, shout out to Philadelphia. They did. You know, they, they definitely doing their thing. It's the best album I've heard since the Philadelphia Freeway. This out of out of Philadelphia. You talking about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh, Philadelphia. This, this is to me. This is probably Meek's best album. I'm a big Meek fan. I've been a big Meek fan for since he was real young. I was real young. He mm -hmm. like not too much younger, not too much older than me. Mm -hmm. I remember I lived in New York. I always watched him. Like when YouTube first came out, like I watched him. He would look like a he's he's like a dyke. He's called him a dyke, you know what I'm saying? Because that's how he looks. Yeah, and um, he's called him Freak Mills. This is weird stuff, you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> he always rapped the way he rapped, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like uh, gritty. a lot of energy. Yeah, but gritty too. Like you could mm -hmm. tell that uh, he was very very close to what he talked about. So um, street. Yeah, and I think that's that's it, you always those always separate from the. From, the, from like the, I ain't gonna say that, but no, the that delivery could, is different when you lived it. Yeah, you know, and I, I ain't gonna try to get into it, but yeah. that's my that's and that's kind of my 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 gripe with Nas, but I ain't gonna get into it though. Just yeah. I I think I think Nas is a good teacher, and he he, oh, yeah. he he's smart yeah. and he's a great artist. Um, but you know, like fit like like uh, I mean, the whole set. Was, he probably lived jungle stories. That's what it is, like yeah, you know, so like he mean, said uh, he's close I, to it. I said this on my last podcast, I think. Yeah. Um, not podcast. I did a test, but I think Jay Z said like, uh, "You ain't live it. You witnessed it from your folks' pad. Scribbling your notepad and created your life." Like yeah. I, that's how I look at it. like. But not not I'm no, not dissing no, that no, because no. I, mean, I feel sometimes like you get a, that's art. sometimes from the outside looking in. I mean, you can see a lot, and then if, yeah. and then if you're a wordsmith or a storyteller, you know, I can rock with Nas. What's what's the difference between Nas and, and uh, Martin Scorsese? Exactly. Yeah, that's, that's the same you know thing. Yeah, he can write um, a good gangster story. But he's not a gangster. He just exactly. But you, it's art. It's you that's, that's the thing about music is art. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I, my rappers, particularly, I do like them to live their life. And Nas not fake to me. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't, no, he no, he no. don't say nothing crazy. I think uh, when you're around it, that's just he maybe nothing happened to where he had to do certain things. But you know, yet. I've never really heard him really proclaim selling. He always when he when he does rap about dope. 
He always sounded like the dude that was on the block. He ain't never said he was like, oh, you know, got keys and. Yeah, but and really I, th- and like I think that that's it. That but you know, I think back in the day too. Mm-hmm. It's funny that we talk about this because back in the day, I think that it, it was more prevalent. Like if you talk about it, you had to be out there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like so, you got Raekwon, uh, you know, the chef. Yeah. You expecting to be cooking up something? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like not, not, not. You can not, not, yeah. not, not Quinn, chef. You know, yeah, not, yeah. not Bomani. You know what I'm saying? But the, you know, really, yeah. but um, yeah. But um, for the meat album, I do think uh, I always think certain music pushed the culture forward. I know he's doing the whole prison reform thing right now. Mm. He on the move. Um, but there's one thing I gotta. I, gotta, I want you to address that first yeah, before, I before get, I dig into what he was, what he said. So yeah, you bring that bring that up real quick. Yeah, we'll see. Um, you had, you um, had an issue with him. Well, it wasn't really an issue. You know, I'm not mad at him, but I gotta look at it. I gotta look at it as a. I gotta look at it like this. Um, he was on with uh, I think Michael Smirkanish. So he has a CNN show, and he brought Meek Mill on there, and um, they were talking about prison reform. Um, Meek kind of stuck to the script. Uh, you know, he was saying, you know, how the judicial system is um, is unfair. But there was a point when he could have just said, hey, the system is unfair to black people. He didn't specify. He, and that's what kills me about not only him, but it's like when you have a platform and you have the opportunity to say what's really, what's really, really real, Niggas start backtracking and sidestepping and start saying, you know, try, try this all this this whole inclusion thing. You know, it, it could have been anybody. It's just minorities. Nah, it ain't no minorities. Niggas, black folk. And if you on CNN, don't let CNN scare you. Cause like, I mean, judging by the stuff he talks on the on the records, nigga, you are you real nigga. Shit, ain't nobody finna run up on you and just talk any kind of way. But if you on CNN. I mean, I hope I, I, what you say have that same energy. Have that same energy. Come I got on, the hat bro. on right now. Come on. <laughs> One thing I will say though too is like, I, I, I have a I don't I have an issue, but I don't know if every artist that 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 to me, it's certain artists to me that like they dope not only because they can rap, mm-hmm. not only because they're demeaning, not only because what they stand for, but how, how they're able to hold their own in certain interviews and in certain. Uh, Certain situations Yeah I mean At least they know How to maneuver Around the yeah, question If they don't want To answer it directly I, I look at I look at that And even when I watched The part I, watched, I didn't watch The part that you seen But mm-hmm. when I, the part I did watch He seemed a bit nervous Anyway from the, oh, jump, from, the, from the jump Right But I always feel like You gotta you gotta focus On one thing sometimes And He been doing The prison reform thing For a good minute now Like about nine months He been out for a good Little minute So about that whole time He been been working on Prison reform Talking to people Meeting up And all that stuff Without hearing Mm -hmm. The only issue is that You know Right now It's album time also So it's like Yeah I think he should He should have done CNN Before the album time Came out Yeah Or afterwards You know what I'm saying Like you're doing Both together It's like I feel like maybe You're not saying Certain words Or not not Pushing certain agendas Or saying what you Really really mean Because You're trying to sell The album at the same time that's kind of that's, so, that's well, nah, the two yeah. don't mix to me though. Nah, that's what I'm nah, saying. Like, nah, you can't saying. do both at the same time. No, nah. if that's the case, yeah, but you can. You, would you say kind of del- delve into politics while you having a new album dropping at the same time and trying to split hairs between the two? I think you need to make a decision what you're trying to do. Are you trying to sell an album or are you trying to help help push the political reform? agenda? Yeah, like what, what are you doing? Because my thing is, so you this. think his his appearance on CNN was more so about the album? They talked about it. Uh, they they had a brush on it. Yeah, so it had to be because if that it's Meek Mill, he could he could have been on a, he could have been on CNN anytime. He's not a, he's not a he's a top three rap artist. Yeah, right oh now. no, he's hard. But I mean the the whole nervous this thing doesn't really it doesn't it doesn't win me over. He can't tell me you nervous. This is Meek Mill's who's been in uh, 
Oh no, you've been all over stages everywhere. You got albums out. I mean, you you got arrested for popping the willy down the streets, nigga. You you nervous is not shouldn't really be in your DNA when you're on TV. It shouldn't be. Uh, are, but are you nervous because the handlers or the powers that be say, "Hey, you out, nigga. Don't fuck up." Now well, you know if you say the wrong words, now you know where we gonna put you. And another thing is that uh, <laughs> I, I do think, yeah, I get you saying too. I think I've seen him on other fearless. interviews where he kind of made it. They saying like, people from my, my neighbor, my neighbor, my neighbor, my neighbor, my neighborhood. But it's like your neighbor predominantly what? Black. So, so you just say that. So I get your your yeah, frustration just say with that because that's what it is. That's who it affects. Yeah, and, and it's not the fact that the people he's talking to don't know. But you want to make that an issue because if you say it now, it's a it's a, it's a maybe a big deal. You know what I'm saying? You meet Mill. You got like he said it's in the thing. He said um, I thought I think he said uh, I ain't come here to preach. I'm just saying something. I'm the one with the reach. We just played yeah that. I, yeah I heard him say that when you so, first started. I'm the one with the reach. You got the yeah. So like you might be the one to, to make that be a quote unquote real like a look that issue. You know what I'm saying? Like well this top rapper da, 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 whatever. You know what I'm saying? I mean it's it not maybe not, but you never I, know. I see what you're saying. It just it just kills me how. You know, a rapper talk a gang of shit about all the hard shit they do, and then when it's really time to be hard up against an oppressor, like if you get a platform like a CNN or MSNBC, and then you have a white interviewer who asks you a question, and you're supposed to say, I mean, it's a few people that's been able to say it, but those people aren't shot to the spotlight no more. You know what I'm saying? So you get these figures that you have, that have handlers, dog. When I say handlers, they, they make sure that you, there are certain words that you're going to stay away from. Notice, Jay-Z don't do a lot of interviews. But I bet you if he did, he'd probably say some stuff that's going to put whoever he's talking to, whoever's interviewing him, to shame if they ask the wrong but question that, to get out that, of mind. That brings me to this point right here, right? The fact that he's managed by Rock Nation. So mm-hmm. I wonder if they did not coach him. It didn't look like, like he had a lot of coaching. No, it don't. It looked like he just he chose to, like, I'm, I'm going to do this today. It looked like he didn't yeah, have like, coaching, like, but it was like, stay away from Don't say black. Don't say white supremacy. So it's a quick coach. Don't say black empowerment. A, co- a quick coach, coaching right before, right yeah, before. Just don't say maybe. them three words and you're all right. Yeah, it's kind of wild. It, I, I just know. I, I do know wish that happens. maybe D.L. Hughley was in his corner. Like, I, I like D.L. Hughley mm-hmm. in the scene. Yeah. He, he, he ripped them to shreds every time he on there. Hey, man, it's, it's a couple of folks out there that rip them to shreds. But I think, I, and that's why I like, I want like people like, to start like kind of uh, unifying a little bit because mm-hmm. you have D.L. Hughley, not, not saying he needs to do anything with me, but had he coached him ahead of time or sit, sit there with him yeah. or you do it with him then when you hear him start to talk. slip and stutter yeah, yeah. you got somebody to kind of back you up I, you know I like that too because even when like, we talk about music right yeah. when I watch Rebel Club sometimes the artist they'll, they, their manager will be there with them yeah, so, they so a certain to... question the manager's answer you know what I'm saying like nah I said or oh, he'll explain the answer yeah so you got somebody right, speaking yeah, helping yeah, you yeah yeah because yeah, um, Meek strikes me as a street cat with a bunch of sense but if you put him in a atmosphere where you have to articulate he's not the best articulator and that's why I'm not mad at him because yeah. he may have wanted to say what he wanted to say but he may not be the best at articulating when he's not sitting down actually writing it you know on a track you gotta sit here and talk and you're asking me these questions and I'm trying not to you know cuss or piss you off <laughs> I say nothing real fucked up but even though it may sound fucked yeah. up you, I mean, you're not gonna get it the way I'm <clears throat> trying to say it I mean, so I'm. I mean, he, in my just in my little itty bitty world, he gets a pass. But I just wish that, like you said, somebody with maybe a David Banner or somebody like that, another yeah, rapper, would dope, get yeah. with him. Yeah. Just kind of be like, David hey, Banner would have tore it up. Yeah, exactly. I could, but I also feel like too, maybe he had room to grow, like in doing that because he trying to do something 
he has a, a, a specific agenda I feel like Who? Me, me based yeah. on what he's going through like just mm-hmm. prison reform I don't even think so I don't know if he's trying to I, see, but look who they punching him with now exactly that's what I'm saying so I don't think I think he might be thinking just specific but you can't think specific with that anyway because you do that they're gonna wash you out the way because prison reform is just a very minimal no disrespect, no disrespect to prison reform but it's yeah. a very minimal problem you have it's a minimal but it's one with, that with everything yeah, but it's one saying? that it's one that white folks feel comfortable talking about yeah you got Trump I mean, being I talking about they, they, it. Kim Kardashian went up there Kanye West see all them on that same look yeah I, I don't want him to get grouped in that category because Meek is Meek now it's gonna happen though probably and that's that's I'm scared of that for Meek yeah I'm scared <laughs> you for know Meek. what I'm saying I'm scared of that for him I don't want don't don't become what that nigga don't become you know uh, I'm gonna read some of these quotes and I'm gonna read some of these things and I want you to tell me your opinion on it, right? Yeah. All right. So it says, um, Youngin got a quarter ounce. He trying to turn into Meech. Ain't had no daddy. He had to learn from the streets. Mm. Thoughts on that? That's a, that's a very vivid I mean, picture to me. I mean, it's a very vivid picture, but I'm not not having a daddy around, even though there's a bunch of single mothers out here that that do their thing. There is a there, there's a, there, become, there comes a time in a, in, a, in the life of a young man that. Male figures needed, yeah, for one reason. But or that's another. the thing, though. You know, like, I, I, I think not, you turn to when, the streets. I, mean, I think, but I think streets. I think, but how we look at it is just because mm-hmm. we both knew our dads. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. even though we was in the streets at mm-hmm. some point, like I think we look at it as the streets. I think turning to the streets, man. This in this instance probably just mean like the male figure that's in the streets. Yeah, I mean, you, know you, see, you see the dope boy ride up in the side. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you want it now? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then if you sit down and talk to you. Not next thing you know, you got a mentor. <laughs> um, I want, I'm gonna I'm I'm brush through this stuff first for we so by the time we get to 20 minute mark, we can just talk about other stuff. But um, mm-hmm. he said um, the first time I seen a nigga got some blood on his sneaks. He had an Max 93s, but was slumped in the street. <laughs> his mama crying that did something to me. Oh lord, thoughts on that. Mm. I, I mean, we've all seen it before. <laughs> If you've been in the streets yeah, at all, yeah, you see somebody get stomped out, beat outside, up. But, yeah. I mean, uh, I would have to hit the backstory to that. I understand the verse. It's just like, yeah, it's a, it's a lot that can lead to that point. I, but I, I, I just like, you know, some people, they in, they in a game, they in the game, you know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. fresh, they fresh, but no matter what you got, you know, you, in, in any moment, something can happen to you. Don't you out there in the streets, you know what I'm saying? If you, the freshest, people die looking the freshest sometimes, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't ready, man. <laughs> the street ain't gonna say, oh, he got good clothes on. That's, 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 uh, that's, that's been the block. He got good clothes on. <laughs> that ain't happening. <laughs> Uh, if you ain't ready, if you spot them, get them. That's how that's how the streets go. You know, so you know, you know, you know the vibe. So I've been down there before. I don't seen it. Like, I'd have been, I'd have been a victim of it at, uh, to some to some extent. I think everybody's like that. Like, like I, I think I saw a line. You of, caught slipping. Somebody said that like, I'd have been the aimer. I'd have been the target. It's like you be both, so you kind of know the the protocol. Like, if there's no rules there, unless it's a kid there, maybe you know yeah. what I'm saying. But. Um, Okay, it says, uh, was he really that dumb? Because we carry a gun, mm-hmm. and every nigga in my neighborhood carrying one. Because we had nightmares, and mama's trying to bury their son. Well, I'm speaking to you as a prophet, as rare as they come. Nah, see, with that one right there, having a gun to me, I mean, it's a heavy one there because having a gun shouldn't be unfamiliar. Just like the 10 year old Sinhalese kid that shot the arrow yeah, yeah. and hit the Bible. It shouldn't be unfamiliar, but you have to have people to know how to teach. We have to have people in the place to tell kids how to, how to use a gun, what you use it for, who you don't use it against. But so I, having I, a gun, at a young age, though, you, you probably, it's not illegal, right? 
No, I mean, you could, not, I man, seen videos. Just, I think you can still you can still show your kids how to man, use white it. White folks is teaching their little six year old kids how to well, shoot twelve to be, gauges. They now, have to accuracy. be because they shooting up school with no problem. I never, I never, I never. You know it's funny. You know it's funny though. No, this is not funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> but you never hear. Yeah, the gun jammed on on Tommy today while he tried to kill us. No, them them niggas be ready, locked and loaded. The, the guns don't jam like gun jam one time. I think with the Waffle House, he didn't have enough bullets. No, yeah. like, no. you don't hear that. You don't no, hear that. They, they be they be they prepare. They prepare. But uh, uh, as far as everybody in the hood having a gun, if the circumstances was different in the perfect world, if the Black Panthers wouldn't have got got dismantled, then uh, I, I believe. Having a gun in the in the hood at the age of thirteen probably would have been a positive thing for us, but it's so much self hate. We turn them on each other, and then you end up with verses. And, and, and <laughs> you know, one thing I can say, especially living up north too, like, <clears throat> um, I I'd be understanding. Man, I guess having both sides living up north mm-hmm. and down here, like I'd be seeing, like I think when he's like when you say it was really that dumb, people do say it sometimes. When you talk about prison reform, they're like, well, if he didn't do this, he wouldn't have been charged. And I, I mean, that's the no game. There's nothing really wrong with that way of thinking when you're not living, you're not in that life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? If you're not in that life, or you're not from where I'm from, or you're not around where I'm around. So you're not around. You're not seeing the thing I'm seeing. I, and I see this on my side. Everybody got guns. You're not seeing when I see nigga get robbed, or I see nigga get shot, mm-hmm. or I seen this. You ain't seeing that. So I'm trying to make sure it happen to me. Oh, yeah. Your life might be not you, but that person's yeah. life might be different. So uh, it's not to me. It's not really that. Die. I do think that sometimes. You know it's either kill or be killed, eat or be eaten, pray or be, pray or get prayed on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like protect your own. I mean, that's... but you gotta you gotta hold your you gotta hold your own because that's that's the respect factor a lot of times too. Not saying a gun, but just no one, just somebody knowing like, hey, you not with the games. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like if it, if it's if it's gonna go down, it's gonna go down. You know what I'm saying? So, but I get it, and that's why I like the meek story just in general because a lot of times we look at people, and I think. People getting probation for 10, 20 years. I don't ever agree with that because it's like you asking them to come back in the system because you putting them right back in the situation where they have to be in that like in that same mode of but you know what survival. Else? Well, now that you said something, you just bought, bought something to my attention. Uh, prison reform isn't a bad thing, but what about hood reform? I'm not. I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not big on the prison reform. I like meat, but I don't. No I sense. think his is. It's, it's, that's more selfish. But he no, not selfish. What but about hood reform? I'll, I'll be more for that than prison see, reform. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so I mean, instead of because see, we have to go to politicians. I go to to white men, the ones who run the prisons, to try to get them to reform a system that basically we've been in since the emancipation of slavery. We need to reform the hood. That that starts with us. We ain't gotta ask no white man to do shit for us. We can just go out there and reform our own. So instead of begging for prison reform, nigga, we get some hood reform, and then we can police our own shit. We ain't gotta put a nigga in prison. We can do street justice right there in the hood. If we get back to that, that's the whole village mentality again. But I'm saying the niggas don't think about that. They be like, we always gotta ask. Yeah, I think when you white throw, people for shit when you that we that, need to do on our own. When you throw the street justice in there, that's probably what's gonna be like, nah. nah yeah, but I, if I we police that. ourselves, then street justice becomes real to the niggas that's supposed to be in the street. Meaning that if you go into, if you go into the Grandma Smith house and break in there, and we find out that you did it, you ain't got to worry about the police, bro. You got to worry about these niggas in the neighborhood who just found out you broke in Miss Smith house down the street. You know she give kids the candy. She eighty years old, <laughs> nigga. You done broken the house, and we done found out. You might want to go turn yourself in because if we find you first, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what it need to get back to. But yeah, I mean, I just yeah, it's one of the things. Uh, last, this last one, I'm just gonna read it. It says, um, um, 
why you wanna be a shooter? Mama told me not to do it, but I did it. Now I'm locked up in the prison. Calling mama like I shouldn't have did it. Watch my dreams shatter in the instance. I'm on a visit posting for a picture. Like I'm going for my prom or something, like I ain't facing time or something. Robbing for these niggas, like that shit hurt my mom or something. Only one gonna get me commissary or even buy me something when it all falls mm-hmm. down. I can't Stop. call y'all now. Yeah, yeah, hey. Uh, to the cats who follow with me, I mean, if you following these little dumbass rappers around here, you might want to listen to what he's saying because you follow your homeboys around and they do this ya ya, and then when you get behind the bars, you're calling your mama. <laughs> you know, and the dope thing about it, like, I think a lot of stuff is really new too. So, like, Meek was kind of like when he went when he went in, he was he was pretty much famous at that point. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So stuff he was not the bonus cycle stuff, but other stuff he was doing before that, uh, it was kind of dumb. I get it though, cause you gotta, you know, your name is your name. You know what I'm saying? So like, he was on some like, you talk about me when first. I see you. Yeah. When I see you, I don't want to hit mm-hmm. that. So people are getting beat up, and that's that's what was happening, right? But I get what he's saying. Cause like, there's no point in me doing that at that point. Like, I, I could have been smarter. But then I'm doing this, and like, you, as niggas I'm taking care of, and I'm in jail, and it's like, I only got two to four years. Oh, he said. But niggas like, like oh, I'm done. Nine, I think like twenty. I think thirty now. Thirty. He, no, like, he, he said he was thirty. He said he was thirty. Thirty or thirty-one. Like, he tweeted older than me, so he's he thirty. But um, yeah, so. But the one thing, the main thing I, I want to, cause I don't want to be past twenty five talking about me. But mm-hmm. one thing I do, and I, I want to know if you had the same issue in your era. But I know my era was like, where black men or black black boys, uh, our shift change is so dr- different. Before we were teenagers, people look at the teenage years and think that's that's something. To me, it's not like I look at ten through fourteen, my life, right? So ten years I was in seventh grade. So you think ten? I was I, I watched wrestling mm-hmm. I, I never watched wrestling to fifth grade Yeah So I'm watching fake wrestling That's, that's what I'm into To sixth grade um, It's more real stuff Like <laughs> people getting jumped Yeah beat it. Not not me But I'm fighting more yeah. You know what I'm saying But I'm, I might Testosterone. be aligning myself With kind of With, with, with the wrong people Yeah almost Next year You kind of putting in work Fighting Doing or robbing All the stuff That you probably shouldn't be doing Because you don't have to do it Then next year Calling shots, I got people. I got people beat up by 13, 13. I was telling people to do this, do that, that. So it's like, it's three years though. Just yeah. three years ago, I was, I was, I was playing, wrestling. playing wrestling. I wasn't. Even, I wasn't even. I wasn't even tough. Like you probably could have. Somebody could probably beat me up or made me cry. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to three years, just that quick. Like well, it's a lot that changes though. You I mean you talking about sixth grade, eighth grade? Between that, you get nut, you actually get hair on your nuts. Your your body really starts to change. Chemicals start to release. That's in your true. Body. That's true. That's true. Your, your nipples start to hurt when you touch them. All the, all these hormonal changes creates something. It's a different type of development. So then, the the the, the, the testosterone is also being released into your body. So you feeling like, yeah, I got to do this. I got to prove my. That's a lot of times when the kid get the ass whooping of their life if they got a daddy in there because they like. <laughs> you fuck up and think you tough Nigga I'll beat your ass To me Cause I done had to do it You know Now you a teenager And got a little taller You got some hair in your nest You think you bad And then I gotta <laughs> you Yeah know, Just let you know Hey nigga you, you not grown Just just be a kid Nigga go play with your toys Or something But if you don't have nobody There to tell you that Guess what you are You the man <laughs> That's true Or you at least trying to prove That you the man And a lot of times You ain't proving it in your house You proving it in the streets Yeah yeah <laughs> I don't think I, I, me personally. I, when I came home, I was I was always different. I was mm-hmm. the brother, the son. Like I was, I never brought anything outside mm-hmm. home. Like and I, I was always smart too. Like I lived like on a certain street, mm-hmm. so anything I always do was like further than they would. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I lived like on the other side. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It was still all of it was rough. But it was like I lived on the other side, so it was like 
I lived on the other rough side. So if you go on that side, they didn't know me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. they come on that side. I was like, y'all on my side now. You know what okay. I'm saying? But I never, I, I, I never had no issues. Like, come home, like, I might beat somebody up outside. Come home, like, yeah, I, I beat your ass too, mom. Like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I always been like, I might beat my dad. Come home. She might scream. I might, I, I might start tearing up. You know what I'm saying? I was that kid. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to still be me. So. Um, I got into I got into, I ain't getting into a lot of fights because like, I, I guess I could say me and you similar. I always think that I, though. I, I, I always had people who always had my back because I'm you know I'm kind of chill. I don't got into a few fights, but I, you know it was hey, that's what you want to do then let it go. I got into <laughs> fights, you know, but you know, the reason why I said the calling shots thing because I talk about other podcasts too. Like I was, I got, I'm a bad person. Like we're holding like grudges. Mm-hmm. So I had some happen in sixth grade, mm-hmm. and I think I got somebody beat up in eighth grade for it. But I just never forgot, <laughs> you know. But in, this like thing, we had every class together yeah. from sixth grade, and we was cool all seventh grade. I just never forgot. And one day you was like, well, eighth grade. Like I said, at that point, I was, I was, I was known. Where I was from yeah. so like people, you know, to be cool with you, they do certain things, and then um, people you around, you just. It's like a ranking in the street yeah. a little bit anyway. So like I could tell two young dudes like, hey, do this, and they gonna do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's just that's just the streets. You know what I'm saying? I was totally different. My mom was a teacher, so yeah, everybody see, nah, knew me nah. as I was on the other side of town, man. Everybody the whole other knew side. me as um, the teacher's son. But then they run up on me, and I was like, well, well now we gotta have it. Now I mean I'm, I'm I'm a regular guy now. If you run up on me, we gonna we gonna Tussle like regular guys tussle if that's what you want to do. And then after a while, you know, they started saying, Oh, yeah, you, you regular nigga. I grew up in the hood with y'all niggas. I'm a regular nigga. Just come my mama teaching on me. <laughs> Nothing, bro. Just me and my mama's a teacher. That's her job. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, you know, I, in, in middle school and um, high school, I really ain't have, a, I ain't have a whole bunch of run ins. People knew me. And then when they got to know me, they saw I was real. You know, I'm cool. I ain't geeky and I ain't, I ain't no gangster, but don't run up on me. I will say that, though. Like, <laughs> you look at. Look back, you know, mm-hmm. especially being our our complexion and just our race and stuff. Like I do, I say, like as much bad I might have gotten into or done that I never got trouble for a call for. It's like uh, you be so happy that because I know a lot of people that got caught every time and somebody mm-hmm. did something. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and um, they continue to all their life. You know, some of them dead, but most of them dead. But it's like at the same time. I don't know. It's like you be just happy that you know. It's like, oh, thank God it wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? Mean, a lot of my partners, the people that I grew up with, there's a few of them that's dead. There's a few of them that did some 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 time. I'm talking about like 10, 12, 15 years. They're out now. And you know, it's a different type of respect. They got a respect for me, and I got a respect for them because they. I mean, they see. I mean, we ran together, but we ain't do everything together. Some of the things they'd be like, "Hey, you coming?" I'd be like. Nah, nah, I was always smart. Nah. That's too like, <laughs> yeah. nah, that looked nah, like 15. Do that, that looked like yeah, 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah like 10. Now, you know, I might indulge in the aftermath, but nah, bro, I ain't doing that. Yeah, tell, tell me about tomorrow. Y'all do it three times. Y'all give it three times, I might do that four. I might be the four. But nah. Nah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not the first one. Oh, nah, y'all nah, bugging. The, but I seen those, the, my same guys, I won't ever call them out, but they know who it is. I done seen them escalate from, from small petty crimes to. Up hey, yeah, like the hey, y'all niggas still do. It's <laughs> like, oh, nah, wow. but some niggas they, they're not, they're so, not gonna leave that life alone. It's like it's no, nah. it's, it's, it's so easy to them. But never gonna forget the Frito Lay truck. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah, you ain't talking hey, about that. Hey, you say you, <laughs> I'm gonna get them. Yeah, you'll get them on, but I'm gonna get them on. I'm gonna get them on. Oh, so let's talk about some news that happened in. Um, yeah, man. And, uh, what you want? You want to start with this uh, EA Sports removing the um, yeah, well, Kareem Hunt? Uh, the Kareem Hunt thing, it kind of got me hot. It got me heated. 
You know what I'm saying? Not because because they're only telling one side of the story. Right now, they actually showing the video. So what did he the, do? Tell uh, people what he did. He, um, you seen the video? From what I see, yeah. From what I saw in the video, it was uh, and let, let me frame the video. It has the video shows. It shows him upset at a white woman, and he's fussing at this white woman. Excuse me. And um, his homeboys is holding him back, but the, but the white woman keep charging him. There ain't no sound on the video. She keep charging him. They holding him back. They holding him back. And then um, out of a burst, it seemed like he pushed one of his homeboys, and the homeboy runs into the white girl and knocks her down. She falls over. The homeboy falls over like they might have bumped heads or something. And then there's another one of his homeboys that's still holding him back. And then while the white chick trying to get up, he slings his leg over and it kicks like her ankle and it makes her drop back down again. He didn't kick her though. He kicked uh, the ankle. It's oh. like he didn't it wasn't like like a it wasn't like a soccer kick. It was like a it was like when you kick your dog when they when they when they sleeping on your pillow. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, man, you know what I'm saying? You ain't trying to kill the dog, you just trying to kick him off your pillow. It was like a kick like that. I think but I I do wanna say like I think what happened is when you got people like uh Ray Rice mm-hmm. and just other I can't think of right now, but other uh even Ben Roethlisberger, but other um, NFL players that either have situations similar or on, on the same level of, of being bad uh, to this case, I think they're trying to use him as an example, and I think this is not one of them cases where you can do, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think the severity of this case, no disrespect to him or, or, the, or the victim, whatever, I don't think it's as severe as previous cases, but I think now they're trying to push an agenda, like, it, oh, we care it, about this. agenda, but listen to this. The start of the story that they're not telling is... This white girl got mad because he wouldn't let her in the room, and then all of a sudden he was nigga this, nigga that, nigga this, nigga that. So at what point do I mean? I seen you post she that. You said she called him a nigga, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like, if she calling this nigga all types of niggas, what, what? I mean, what's supposed to happen after that? Does she get a pass because she a white woman? Ain't nobody gonna talk about the, the racial slur she turning. She lucky she didn't get her ass beat. She just got pushed out but the way. But kicked. that's how they treat him though. Like he, I think he, he never in the NFL right now. Like he's not. I thought they took him off for the Madden. I'm like, damn, nigga, y'all took him off Madden. That's yeah, but I, job, you know, bro. I don't like. I, I think, that's, hey, man, tell us about his name. Howie Manziel. I don't like that. Howie Manziel. What's the what's the dude name? Johnny Manziel. The kicker. Johnny Manziel. He's a football player. And he's still playing. I don't know what he's doing. He, I know he got back on the team after he was a kicker, right? Nah, he's a quarterback for Texas, so he might might be somebody different. But um. Nonetheless, what I, what I was gonna say was more platforms doing that now, and that's to me. I, that's, I don't like that's nasty to me. I don't like when you do that. What? Like somebody might have somebody might have something negative going on. So mm-hmm. They take him off the game. Yeah. This person got a negative case going on. Oh, I'm gonna take his music off Spotify. I'm gonna. That's. I'm, I, I think people do that to to get more fan. Like oh, we care about this. Like they pushing their agenda as well. I don't think they too much care about. The artist or the person like Madden, Madden or EA Sports, whatever, they don't care about him. Or is it about power? Because it seems like the people that are making these shot calls are white folks. No What's the point of taking him off the game? Like, like, he ain't doing that, that bad. Can, to the take show him off that the game. we can take you, the show that we we have control. This white supremacy thing is a whole lot bigger than it's bigger than just saying the word. It ain't it ain't an image. It's not the Klan. It's not neo Nazis. It's a it's a way of life. And and and. The thing is to convey this message that if you is black and you get out of line, we will stop you. And how what what how far will we go to stop you? Uh, well, you saw we put Michael Vick in prison for two years. Nigga. We took you off the game. We done took the check. We hey, took the job. Hey, you uh, picked up. And we done took you off the game. I ain't gonna lie though, man. Um, the funniest <laughs> thing I seen all week, man. 
You see, you know, you know what I'm saying? What that mean? Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> then you make my the coach. You get them dogs to fight. <laughs> I saw that, man. man I was and crying say, all day. Take, y'all ain't gonna take Rick, Nick Saban to jail for say, killing them dogs. Yeah, y'all like that, need to like, get Mike Vizzy coach. He'll teach them dogs to fight. That's nah, wild. I said, man. Yeah, I knew that. <clears> you, just, oh, oh, just sidebar. You a Georgia fan of any sort? I don't watch sports. too funny. I watch boxing. <laughs> Icebreaker. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yo, that, was, that was a good segue. The fight happened this week. Um, mm, a black yeah. guy. Yeah. Um, yeah Deontay Wilder. Nah, he no, I'm let's, let's, let's talk about let's talk about it real quick. I, anyway, I watched him in the fight, right? Yeah. Well, I, 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 I was, I'm saying it'd be funny. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm a, I was I was I was rooting for him anyway. Yeah. Now rooting for him, yeah, I was worried because he wasn't really doing what I thought he. This yeah. fight showed me he wasn't as good as I thought he was. Nah, this fight showed me that they wanted more money. The one thing that wasn't discussed during this whole fight was how much you know every fight they be like, oh yeah, uh, Mayweather's getting two hundred and seventy-five million for this fight. Do you fight. think they getting? Um, do you think they getting enough money to talk about? They ain't get no, they not. But that's why it's a, that's why it's a rematch. Cause that's well, why they had to make it a twelve-round fight. What you, what you think he getting for a fight? Because he ain't, he ain't pulling a lot of money. Yeah, Deontay Wilder probably got under five million. For the, you think he got? You think he? You think he the millions for that fight? A million? Oh, he got at least a million. I gotta look that up. You gotta look it up. What, what I he bet got for you that got. Fight. I bet you. I bet you. It's under five, maybe three and a half. It was on Showtime, uh, right? Yeah, it was on Showtime pay per view. Okay, it's pay per view fight, so yeah. maybe maybe heavyweight boxing just not the same anymore. I, I, maybe I'm just not because it's not. They don't, they don't have no face. There's no face of heavyweight boxing right well, now. Well, this is what, what this is what you gotta understand. And white supremacy again rears its face. When I say it, it's gonna sound retarded and everybody's not gonna agree with me, but this is just like WWE wrestling. If you ever notice, when there is um, when there is um, animosity between two countries, those two countries have. If you look at WWE, those two countries have uh, have people from WWE. You know it's fake. Yeah. When we when we had problems with Iran and Iraq, you had the Iron Sheik. You had Nikita Koloff when we had problems with Russia. Now, the big thing is being black and being white. So you had Mayweather and you had what's what's the man's name that he fought from from U, um, UFC? The Mayweather fight. Conor McGregor. McGregor. Now you got Tyson Fury, a white guy. So they're gonna get behind, and then you got Deontay Wilder, black guy. That they're gonna get behind. The polarizing point is the is the race now. So you got to have you can't have two black heavyweights because it's too common. And that happens all the time. You have to have a great white hype. You ever seen the movie The Great White Hype? Nah, but it sounds yeah. good. You got to have a great white hype now because the polarizing point right now is between black and white I mean got think you, about got Rocky you, got you. even Rocky went back to black and white Creed Apollo Creed was fighting um, the Russian dude that beat the shit out of Apollo Creed killed yeah, him. Yeah. now you got Creed fighting against the Russian dude we had war with Russia again right Cold War okay, well, okay. You know, him sense, and Trump is cool sense, but it's a, yeah, yeah it's like it, it's polarizing now and then there's money involved so it's, it's, it's gimmicky right but you now. thought you wanted to fight though I think it was it was throw man. It was they they did neither one of them fought their full potential. They just fought enough to go twelve rounds and make it so when they have a rematch, and then you're gonna throw Anthony Joshua in the mix. But I'm saying I'm just, this it's just from a sports from sports uh, from just angle, a sports angle. I just feel like that fight maybe maybe rethink the Joshua Anthony fight now. I was I was going I was going I mean I'm going for Wilder like Wilder. I just felt like now I don't know how you gonna go against somebody that's actually that, that, that box that box. Boxes. Uh, he didn't box that fight though. I mean, but I was in, 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 in the streets. In the streets, Wilder would have won. He wins because any any think about a fight. 
if somebody knock you down that, that many times, and, and they, you, they're gonna say you lost. Did, uh, you, I don't care how good y'all fight. Did you, you watch say, Fury fight? Did you see him? Did you see? You saw some of the fight. Yeah, right? I saw fight. Yeah, that, that nigga fight just like Bob Bull. <laughs> did you see how many times nah, he, he shake right before he punched? Yeah, he, yeah. He fight that, just that, like Bob Bull. That, 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 that scared me for a while. They come like Joshua ain't playing. He not coming to he play. Ain't doing that, yeah. So you gotta, if you can't, how slow he was. If you not, if you not dodging those, how you want dodge Joshua? Yeah, yeah. but. If, if, like I said, it could be what you say. It's, it's boxing. It's, it's, it's a money sports. A gambling. Anything with gambling, you can't trust anyway. Mm-mm. So, um, not supposed to trust this. anyway. So. Now, I would did say this. Now, I will say this. Old school Lennox Lewis, great heavyweight, British fighter. He would beat Deontay Wilder in his prime. Well, Lennox Lewis one of the top heavyweights of all time to me. Yeah, that's yeah. just me though. But if, people if, like to laugh when they people say that. But to me, he's one of the top. No, no, no. One of the smartest fighters I've ever seen. Smart, no, powerful. it sounded weird. I'm saying I don't like. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna say that. But he was nice body type. Yeah. Nice reach. Nice reach. And he knew how to. He knew how to use his jab and to set people yeah. up. I haven't seen Deontay Wilder set anybody up doing anything. But he just a, he, he he's like he's his last name. Wow. He just get wilder and wilder and wilder. And wilder. Yeah. He, he's a he's an unorthodox fighter. But uh, I mean, for 39 knockouts, <laughs> he doing something right. I mean, look at the bill. Like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he gonna connect at some point. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, but yeah, this you know I think it was I think it was set up for a future for a future fight, and I, I never never ever underestimate the, the polarizing images that they put in front of us because just like with McGregor, even though he was Irish, all the white Americans were behind McGregor. Now, if it's all about country, then why you ain't behind the American fighter? Oh, it's because he's a nigga. He ain't got nothing to do with yeah. being American at that point. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 shit plays into the whole thing, but you gotta look at it from that perspective. Um, just so we can get back on top on, on Q. Um, yeah, I got this article you sent me. It says the cop who killed twelve year old Tamar Rice won't mm-hmm. be getting his job back. Yeah, man. Let's uh, talk about that. Uh, if you if could, you're not familiar with Tamar Rice, it was up in um Ohio, I believe, uh, Cleveland. And, she was 12 um, years old. Yeah, he was he was playing with a toy gun outside, like all kids do. Like, I played with toy gun before. And somebody called the police. But the person that called the police said, well, look, I think it's a cap gun or something like that. But, you know, he pointed at people, and y'all need to come and check it out. Well, this cop, apparently, what, what wasn't told until now was that he was turned down at another police department because he had, uh, displayed irrational behavior, bad decision-making skills. And then the Cleveland Police Department picked him up. And uh, two seconds after he pulled up on the scene, Tamar Rice, not even two seconds, he shot him, killed him. Um, he uh, paid administrative leave. They finally let him go. When they let him go, he moved somewhere else and got hired at another police department. I'm like, uh, nigga, is you serious? I'm going to keep it 100 with you, right? I <laughs> yeah. just, while you was talking, I read the second paragraph. Yeah. Didn't read, this, didn't read the second paragraph when you first said I, I always look at the titles and be like, okay, cool, sound interesting. Yeah. So we could, so it could be organic when you first hear it. Yeah, uh, I want to read this real quick so they can get a glimpse of what what you be talking about. Mm-hmm. It says the Cleveland police officer who was fired after fatally shooting 12-year-old Tamar Rice isn't getting his job back, but it has nothing to do with the 2014 killing. Wow, for which he was never indicted. Rather, Officer Timmy, uh, whatever his last name is, Loman. Loman was fired in May 2017 for lying on his application. And... <laughs> this is what niggas get fired for. They found out Wednesday that uh, it's reason enough to keep him out of the Cleveland Police Department. But not killing the 12. Loman was, was with the department less than eight months before he shot Rice. 
yo, it's crazy that that's what they get him for. Hey, I know you killed this this uh, innocent black person, young black person. Um, but go back to work. It's it's fine. Stories like this. But hold up, hold up. Uh-huh. You, you lied on your application. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, 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 no. You, you now. I thought you can't work now. I think but you can't work yeah, in now. Yeah. That's crazy. It's, like, it's okay for you to do that. You good. Yeah, you killed him. It's Don't worry about Don't it. Ain't much on the job. Yeah. I know. Get, get you a nigga real but quick. You I you. On the but you lied. But you lied. I can't save you, you from lied. that. You lied. You tell me you was 5'11", but you really 5'7". I can't save you from that. Nah, you can't. Like That's a four-inch lie. You could have killed three 12-year-olds, but I cannot save you from lying on this application. That's crazy. What kills me about these stories, though, is that it's a, it's a humiliation factor that... Either black people are getting uh, used to, or either are, are, are scared to say anything or do anything about. It. It's like the other week with the with the, uh, with the brother with the dog up there, and they had the dog's funeral all on the TV oh, yeah. and everything. It's like it's a humiliation thing. It's a it's it's like ha ha ha. He's not even going to jail. Ha ha ha. And it's like we just be like, oh man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if that, that's all we saying now. It's either that or, or well, I'm just gonna pray about it, and we 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 see we good luck. Come will, on, man, I wonder when you when you, when you had the prayer jokes. Oh, man. nigga, you know they coming. It ain't, I'm telling you, man. Um, that now, but that that story is kind of it's just it's just sad because like it, it it every I feel like every day, every month, every uh every every couple headlines we realize uh how much quote unquote they actually value our life yeah, but we still got niggas out here like well shit he ain't working no more though he got fired though uh, he got fired for lying on the application he yeah, did not the, get fired it's just, for it's killing just, like a 12 you think of the dog the, and they got they they, 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 they they broadcast his funeral even though my man was shot can't see his daughter I mean or his son whatever we have you know what I'm saying then you think of this right here this and this and this and next week we talking about some, some different news public he humiliation he give a job but you lied on application though. what is the so difference between these type of humiliating acts uh, George Zimmerman still running around in the streets this nigga right here getting the job and getting fired for lying on his application uh, uh, you know you know the chick calling the dude a nigga and then he get fired for you know kicking her out of his room or whatever What's the difference between that and then you burn the nigga at the stake, cutting his dick off, putting it in his mouth, and then leave it in the middle of the city for everybody to see? It sounds a little rougher, but yeah, I mean, it's still the same type of humiliation, though. It's the same. I, I mean, you, all I it is you. is just humiliation. It's that watered threw me down. for a second. I see, I see you going in. Yeah, but it's humiliation watered down. Why would, I, why, would, why would they go through all that at the time? Other than to humiliate and put fear into people's hearts. But I mean, definitely want to humiliate you. You know what I'm saying? Look what they did to him. That that's the thing. Look what they did to him. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it make, <laughs> making examples out of people. Exactly. That shit just not condonable now. But if if it was up to them, I'm pretty sure they would still burn us in the streets, mutilate us, and, and uh, leave us there. An old girl from Mississippi said she'd be front row. Front row. I forgot her name, but uh, Cindy Hyde <clears throat> Smith. Yeah. Old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of wild though. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm still I'm still uh, baffled that she got elected. Not really baffled, but you know. Um, you live in a racist world. I know you want to end with the. With, we want to end with the Sandra Bland. Well, nah, I, to, well, I don't want to end it. Just no, yet. no, 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 no. Oh, we're not yeah. done. Oh, okay. I I'm saying I don't want to get to that yet. Is what I'm saying. Okay, okay. yeah. I think so. <laughs> now we got to. We got to. Um, let's say okay. We talked about this, uh, the attorney from um, 
Mm. Attorney for Alabama Mall shooting suspect says video will clear him. An attorney for Aaron Martinez Daquan Bryant. Wow. What are you talking about? No, 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 no. Aaron, well, it's a brother. Even though yeah, his I mean, name Daquan. is Daquan. Yeah, Daquan. Yeah, Daquan, Daquan, yeah, Daquan Brown was all Yeah, Daquan Brown. That's the blackest name since Draymond Green. Draymond Green was the blackest game. Blackest name. Who's this? Here? I think it was Dave Chappelle. Draymond Green got the blackest That's name ever. <laughs> no, but um, I, I, I'm curious to see what this is about because I hadn't heard anything else about it. But they're saying that the the, uh, the video of whatever happened in that mall will, uh, uh, will basically... Uh, Exonerate this brother Yeah The one that they said That actually did shoot So I don't know what They're saying That he didn't shoot well, Or that week, it was justified Or what Was it last week Last week or Last podcast The podcast before last I do so mm-hmm. many I, I, I can't keep up But mm-hmm. um, We spoke about uh, An incident in the mall Where uh, it, it, it mantic, um, uh, ex, Ex-soldier You might as well say Was, was killed yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Was killed in the mall But it, it, he did, it was Nothing had to do with him Somebody had a shootout uh, In the mall In Manic Bradford and they used him, yeah. but not used him, but they killed him in the process of. And at first they said he was the one that did something. They found out that he wasn't. Then they admitted that he wasn't. Yeah. And then now they said, well, we got the suspect. Now the original suspect, y'all, is is who we're talking about now. The original person that did the shootout, supposedly, allegedly. Allegedly. Um, is the person that they're saying. But now. they're sending out a video that will exonerate. Exonerate him. him. What's in that video is that's just yet to be seen. I don't know if he had something to do with the uh, with the confrontation. Or even if he was or wasn't a shooter, they're not putting out that information. All they're saying is that this brother, they said if y'all put the video out, he'll be exonerated for whatever reason. So, but um, they just gave um, Emantics Bradford's father an apology just the other day, and um, you know he, he's he's still like, hey, but I mean, <laughs> his 21 year old friend had to come and tell my wife that he was dead, not the police department. You know, so it's still a lot of questions behind that one. Well, I got a question. And the cop, they still won't, they still ex- won't he tell ex- the cops military. Name. So yeah. I wonder why, why, why he not getting, like I said, value of life. You're talking about the value of life. It's the same thing. What do you think of Black Life Worth? Let's just ask you that real quick. I know, I know that's, we wasn't, I mean, that wasn't in the pre production, but I'm just throwing it at you here. Black, uh, I mean, if it don't mean nothing to what's us. Worth, what's, worth, what's, what's worth more than a black life? Maybe that's better. In, in America, with some maybe anything. I mean, anything. A dog, bro. We a just dog. saw that last week. A dog is worth more. Yeah. But I until agree. we, until we, until we start valuing and protecting our own lives, they don't give a shit. And they gonna treat us just like the Jews in the Holocaust. When, 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 um, when Hitler started the, the whole thing with with the Jews, he put on a whole propaganda campaign. He got the propaganda techniques from American propaganda techniques against niggas. He used that. Yo, I, I was doing a podcast. See, I uh-huh. do too many podcasts now. I said the same exact thing. Mm-hmm. I think it was me and you, though. It yeah, it had to be. It had to be because uh, uh, shout out to my boy. Uh, he hit me up and gave me a, a little rundown about a podcast. Mm-hmm. And he said, reading our, reading our comments, too. But mm-hmm. yeah, he um he uh, he said that I was right and that like that Hitler probably got what he did to the Holocaust from the slavery. Stop, you read Mein Kampf. I got Mein Kampf. That's what you house. said. You yeah. did say that. You said that, yeah. He, he, he talks about how you was like, man. They think I'm the propaganda man. They, they, he said, I got all my propaganda techniques from America. Took him over there. He did the same thing with the Jews. I'm talking about billboards. You know what the billboards is nowadays? Love and hip hop. All the news that they show niggas doing crazy shit. YouTube is a whole propaganda machine in itself. You can show niggas at their most ignorant point anywhere in America. So when it's time to exterminate, nobody gives a shit. Speaking of nobody giving a shit, mm. Virginia College. 
just up and left out of nowhere. Fuck your credits. Uh, fuck your classes. Your professors. The notes you was taking. The test you thought you had. Uh, that you was the midterms you were studying for. Yeah. Fuck all that. We out. The sad part Lights is, out. Yeah. And then the-, the, the it's, Just it's, left. It's, it's terrible because a lot of the teachers, professors, they lost their jobs, but then- uh, a lot, a lot of people going to lose their accreditation. And that's the one question that I hadn't heard on the news. Like, people who that's graduated from their years ago, do they just lose everything now? Well, you know, we got somebody that worked with us that just, uh, Chandrea, I'm, I'm going to say her name. Yeah. Um, she graduated from there this year. Yeah. Um, but I think she had the plumber already, so I don't know how that works. I don't know, do they take it from you? Or I don't know, I do you got to send if, it back in? Uh, if you lose your accreditation. they break in your house and just come get it? I don't know. Uh, my wife graduated from there. Oh, you better tuck it. Hey, man, I told her. Put it under the couch. No, nah, just don't put that. Just don't. Don't put it in the application? No, because right now. It don't mean nothing. You in a job where it where where it did matter at one point. So now just your experience need to be your, needs to be your new thing. Just didn't let your experience be. So the, they didn't have tough. no reasoning why. It just. I mean, I'm sure it's a scam, man. All these private colleges are scams, man. From Donald Trump University to, to um, Everest. To uh, Strayer, Virginia Tech, all these private colleges, for-profit colleges. When they get their money, they get their money, they get loans, but they pay the school. When they start running out of money, they just be like, fuck it. Now, the people who, the founders and the CEOs, oh, they, they're skating off with a bundle. They they rich, but I'm just lost in high school, out. just up and up and leaving one day. Like a university, just how you just not there the next day. It's similar like how to how you there one day and then the next day you're not you're not there. Imagine if I say, "Look, I am selling. I'm selling. I live in in, in Cleveland, Ohio, or Colorado. Say I stay in Colorado, and I say, "Hey, look, I'm putting pounds of weed for Christmas. I'm selling loud, pounds and pounds of loud. You can put them on layaway now. Get them out Christmas. Five hundred dollars down. Give me five hundred dollars on Christmas Day." Everybody rushed the store. I get everybody five hundred dollars, and then on Christmas Eve, I shut the store down. Yeah, that's crazy. That's basically what happens. It's like now, what happens to did, your money? Did the quarter just start? Project? Uh huh. I wonder. I wonder like how it was like the classes just start? They just make their payments like. No, I mean you get you get. I mean it's a typical. You go and you get a loan, and the, the loan. No, I'm talking about the, the like uh, for the classes start. When class start, you know your dues are paid. Yeah. Semester's about to start. I wonder, was that the case? Like, or was it the end of this? It not that it matters. I just wonder. Cause it is, money somehow. I remember years back. It's not. That's not. It's nothing to do with nothing. But I remember years back. I don't know if you remember if you was down here at the time. But uh, over there on Gordon Highway, for the Augusta people that's, that's listening, on Gordon Highway, it was a phone company in that little plaza on Gordon Highway and Dean's Bridge where that Family Dollars at. You got mm-hmm, Family Dollar mm-hmm, in there. Mm-hmm. Of course, you from from Kmart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kmart was, yeah. and it was a phone company. And then one day they just wasn't there no more. Like some other, everybody went to pay their phone bill, and they wonder why the phone wasn't on. But everybody <laughs> paid that one day. Next day, everybody's phone was off. Uh, Got everybody money. Closed the shop there and just left. He just left. I tell you, the, the crazy thing is, ain't no black folks committing these white collar crimes, man. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I, I mean, I got that's the whole that's a, purpose of it. That's, that's 100%. You, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I mean, but when they commit these crimes, they get away with it. I mean, Trump University was a scam, too. They, they brief on it, but they don't really talk about it. And, and, these are crimes committed by white people. I'm not afraid to say it because if you can find me black people that's doing black black people committing a petty crimes of this nature, they committed on a scale where you're dealing with cell phones and bills. You talking yeah. about colleges, people's futures. You talking about money, Bernie Madoff. 
You talking about white folks doing this, man? Ain't no black folks doing nothing like that. We a victim of it because we fall for the bullshit instead of doing our own shit. Well, do you think <laughs> do you think that we should start doing some of this stuff? Because do you think our life will have more value? Because it seems like they're crazy. Or no, they're, we don't need to commit to crimes, but we need to be in control. We need to be in control of our own education. We need to be in control of our own finances. We need to be in control of our own. We need to have an economic economy, yo, economic economic ecosystem. Not, not I mean, <laughs> that, that, not to brush the topic off, but mm-hmm. I feel so bad because I wanted to do something, and fifty two minutes in, and we ain't do it yet. Hope people still listening. Mm. Um. Speaking of being in charge of our own education, mm. Fred Hampton. Mm. Uh, first of all, rest in peace to him. Yeah, moment um, silence. That was you know. Yes, that's one of my well. That's my. I always I always said it to you. That's my favorite public speaker of oh, all yeah. time. I always told you that. And I I honestly let me tell you right now, mm-hmm. right when you said being in charge of our own education, I started thinking about the girl I said I knew that didn't know who Martin Luther King was, mm. and she was eighteen. So I'm thinking about myself now. I always think myself, my self reflections. I always, people don't think I do, but I always kind of put myself to a certain standard too. Or mm-hmm. when I belittle somebody else in that in that form, mm-hmm. I didn't know who Fred Hampton was. I was 21. Oh really? Or 20, 20, 21. I was in, I was in college though, and don't a feel white bad. professor is don't one. The white is one told me mm-hmm. he played this this documentary, and it was. This, this white professor, I'm telling you right now, one of my, my probably my best professor of all time. I ain't saying he was black, but he was for a lot of things that we were for. Which like, is just perfectly fine, yeah. Um, but he knew he was white. Yeah. However, uh, he he showed me things like in in in, in that so, in just a sociology standpoint, always from a black point of view though. Mm-hmm. You would, you know it seemed like it just seemed like he was for some reason, but yeah. you know, he wasn't on paper. He may seem so. And um, I remember watching. I was like, "Yo, it just touched me that day." Like, I was, I, don't, I never watched videos in class, but that day I just like, "I'm watching." You know what I'm saying? You watch like, the same age I was. <laughs> and I'm like, "Yo, I'm not." And I'm thinking, about, I'm thinking about even over this weekend, I'm watching it again. Cause I watch this stuff yeah. every time, and I'm like, "Yo, I'm not even that wise now." Still, he was 21. It was as wise as he was, knew as much as he knew. I hadn't seen a 21 year old with that much charisma. <laughs> and that's that to me. That, that I always look at him. I was like courage, charisma, mm-hmm. charisma being first because his speech was so entertaining. That you know what I'm saying. Like, dude, I'm never gonna forget this. And even though they killed that brother, he always said, "Black power to black people, red power to red people, yellow power to yellow people, white power to white people." All he wanted everybody to do was he wanted everybody to have their own power. But you can't exclude black power. Gotcha. We got to gotcha. have that. He gotcha. always said that in his speeches. And see, a lot of white folks misconstrued that and tried to turn, you know, flip the Black Panther Party into being this hate group. It's like, nah, man, they just wanted everybody to have equal share of the power. I'll, I'll, you know, and, and with that, I'll I say... I do that every time I say black power. <laughs> that's funny. Your phone like <laughs> every time you say black power? That's yeah, wild. I mean, every now and then when I get on a little rant... Nah, like, your phone kind of racist. I don't know, yeah, bro. Nah. <laughs> but um, I, I will say, like, I do think he's one of the people mm-hmm. that needs to be talked about more in public school. They're not because they got to also but earlier, talk about the assassination. Not, not, but listen, even <laughs> we even get to that. Not, I, we, White we need guilt to, would we, never be talked about. I think about we need to get into schools. that too right now, right? So <laughs> yeah. my thing is, I I ain't even the assassination part is, is is just a it's also a good story, not a good story, but mm-hmm. it's also a story that needs to be heard, but. I say we can talk more because we grow up 
it's the same people all the time. And I, actually, when you get to fifth grade and sixth grade, it's I don't know. Martin Luther King, Rosa Parks. Yeah, but in my, how my, in New York, I, I was so happy that I had the teachers I had because they would make it where you couldn't do certain people. They would say, all right, Black History Month, we got to do a report every mm-hmm. year, you know, Black History Month. You can't use these people. And they had mm-hmm. a list at first. Fred Douglas, no. Marcus Garvey, no. Like, people that, not Marcus Garvey, I'm sorry, but people mm-hmm. that, people that, um, that's known already, you couldn't do them. It'd be like 10 people, they take them off. You got to find somebody else. So you have to go after it. Back then, we have, we have no internet, encyclopedia, and go hey, find man. somebody hey, else. Hey, man. Oh, you were encyclopedia era. Yeah, we had, I was Peace in seventh grade at the time. Yeah, that's that's how I found out who made shoes. It was a black guy that started making shoes. But, okay. um, well, he's black, had black, had German, but it don't matter. Black Nonetheless, <laughs> yeah, he's black. He's he, yeah. he black, on, he would have been, he'd, yeah. he'd been beat he to death. He passing Hitler's yeah. eugenics test. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> Look like us. Um, so, and I think that we need to more have more Fred Hinton because of his charisma and at such a young age. I think that to me is more. And no disrespect to Martin Luther King, Malcolm mm-hmm. X, none of them. Mm-hmm. I know they, I know they're powerful for their reasons, but to him to have that short span of time but, and be as powerful as he was, I think they try to throw him under there. And they, they give us no respect to nobody in Black Panther. They give us Huey and the others that was in the Black Panther Party, but they always exclude. They, they, they. Fred Hampton got that little small part, but I think his part is to be so much bigger. Well, just talk about more. Well, it, it, it's it's a lot to it, too. I would love to see a documentary on his life. I, I got but, a documentary of the Black Panther Party. No, He's yeah, in I it. I got plenty of those. But it's not I'm on his life. I'm talking about just on him. But, I mean, the thing about, um, the thing about, um, is that, uh, the thing about him being 21 and being assassinated at that age is that the Black Panther Party was comprised of a bunch of young, charismatic brothers that was and sisters that was between, I say, the ages of 17, 18, and probably 25 to 28. Right. It was a bunch of them. Now, compare that to today's 17 to 28-year-olds. Duh. We got it. What you mean? One of the number one rappers' name is Lil Baby. No, nah, we got it. His name is Lil yeah, Baby, nigga. How you with Lil Baby? No, nah, but I'm saying, everybody little, everybody a baby. Everybody small. Don't nobody want to grow up. Well, you got to think, Lil Baby, um, like, he's a prophet. He said... uh. Yellow Ferrari like Pikachu. You said, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the baby. No, when, when, when. Yeah, 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 when, when. Yeah, man. I ain't mad at the nigga, but. Now, the song, the song, the song I, I get hyped with his song, but yeah. I mean, this, 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 I get what you're saying. It's, it's a different, mm-hmm. but like we always, and I, I thought like we talk about this every time. Yeah. We always say it's a different. Sometimes I feel like as far as people may assume we came or think we came or. Maybe if you're looking at some kind of scoreboard and you think about when how far we had came, it only really like it's like we came like it's like if you reach, let's say look at we go from numbers zero mm-hmm. to seventy five right yeah but the goal is a hundred mm-hmm. yeah you get to seventy five they let you get to seventy five because you know if you get to seventy five you won't you won't come back down to zero you know what I'm saying so just look at the number right yeah and I feel like that's what the, that's how that's how it went like they let us get to a certain extent thinking we were doing something and then like let them do that because it's gonna come back to this anyway. And that's what happens. Everybody got lazy. So like we got young people that's not they don't care. Some dude, I mean, I just told you a couple, see, couple, couple months saying. ago. Yeah. Niggas said they'd rather stand in line for Jordan than the vote to change. So it's like we, we they gave us all the stuff to have the right to do it. People haven't not even taken advantage of the rights they do have anyway. It's They're like, like, I don't give a fuck. It's almost like giving you enough rope to hang yourself. Pretty much. That's it. So like let's let's go let's go ahead and let's go ahead and you know what that's that's a good idea. Let's, the thing let's, is, is let's, if let's integrate the schools. If, if literally if they was giving us rope, what we need to be doing is trying to toss it around and pull other brothers out the sunken place. Yeah. Thing is we got Imagine rope. That. What do you choose to do with it? Imagine that. You put it around your neck. 
Yeah. Then you got niggas that want to play around, put around your neck. You playing around, hitting your own niggas with it. It's like you know, it's tying like, up the niggas up. Niggas just doing crazy. Shit. It's like, hey man. oh yeah, yeah. We knew y'all was idiots. You know what I heard on the brother tape the other day? It's this, and that's kind of off subject, but what I heard him say was, um, he said, man, he said me, and, he said me and another dude sitting at a table. He said he got to play the food. I got to play the food. He got utensils. I got utensils. This nigga sitting here watching me eat. And mad because I'm eating and letting his food get cold. <laughs> 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 that was on that JID joint, bro. He said something like that. I was like, whoa. He said, now how you going to sit here and watch another nigga eat? We all got the same utensils and you letting your food get cold. Watching me, you wonder what I'm doing. Too busy watching me. Word. That that mentality, though, is resonated in the black community. And it's almost it's, it's almost been built into place. Well, we can't, white folks don't sit around and do that. They be like, oh, you eating like that? How can I eat with you? How can I get on the table? <laughs> <laughs> Niggas don't be on that shit, bro. And we got it's got to be a paradigm shift somewhere because we would rather wait for somebody to feed us than to figure out how to eat. Right. Uh, figure out how to feed off of each other. Can right. I eat off your plate? Of course I can. I'm not going to be stingy. If you eat off my plate, guess what I get? A bigger plate. <laughs> no, I can feed more people now. You see what I'm saying? We gotta take that mentality. But but what if uh, I know that story is, is funny, right? It's funny to uh-huh. me. But what if the guy that was eating and looking at the guy get mad at him and said, "Hey, you know you can do the thing I'm doing." Like why why he say that? Like hey, you could you could eat your food too. Pick your fork up and you can nah, eat. Shit, man. If I gotta funny, tell, if I gotta tell you that, then just keep watching me eat. <laughs> if I gotta funny. tell you that, I mean, you looking at your plate like yeah, I got this, I got that. But I don't know what to do with it. Let me watch this nigga. Eat, bro. Come on, man. When he said it, though, it made a lot of sense. But I did want to touch it. I just wanted to... I, 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 want, I didn't want to forget to talk about him. Sandra Bland. Sandra um, this one, Fred Hampton. But this one... No, this, this is... I, that's why I want, to, I want to end with that. But that was what I, um, I wanted to definitely talk about him. Just... just I feel like people don't know... A lot of people don't know about him. You know? And I feel like he wanted... To me, one of my top five black people of all time. There's a lot of black people that are not known... That's true. That's they true. They keep them out of the history books That's on true. purpose. That's true. A Fred Hampton should almost have a day. If he didn't have a day, he should have a day in the black community. Because definitely in Chicago. Hmm? He definitely does. Did. I, I, he definitely did have a day in Chicago. Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, nothing. Like they don't talk about that enough with him being him even being there. You know. What I mean, because they don't want they don't want anybody to emulate that. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you can you can you can you can do. Oh, and just to, get just a tattoo your head and call yourself Twenty One Savage all day, but you cannot act like Fred Hampton. Believe me, the Cointel Pro was. Specifically put in place to eliminate that problem. We don't want niggas acting like that. He might energize the population. That was the exact words in the document. Just to give uh, <laughs> context to uh, Fred Hampton was how many times they shot him? I don't know, bro. Third. Enough to kill him. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not a lot of time though. While he was in the bed with his pregnant wife, bed with his pregnant wife, and, and it was it was friend. a junction between the Chicago Police Department and um, FBI. FBI. Yep. So that tells you how big of a deal it was to get him out of here at twenty one. At twenty one. And that's why, and that, no disrespect to nobody else in the Black Panther Party, that's why I always look at him a little different because I don't think they tried to assassinate anybody else, but they they, they really did him. Oh, they did. And he was making sh- crazy moves. Like, he was he was shifting a lot. I mean, now, and I'm going to kind of switch gears here, but when you talk about that Sandra Bland documentary, do you know this documentary was almost an hour long and she had enough video off of Facebook and YouTube, the videos that she was making, that she damn near narrated the whole video. 
the whole documentary. And a lot of it was about police brutality. Do you think they knew that? Now you kind of like believe, yeah. believe, you you forced to believe that based on what I'm, I'm not forced, forced not forced you know what I mean kinda, like, well the thing is you, you want to believe it I, I'm I'm gonna look at it that way because I, I I mean what they want me to do is to look at it like an accident I think that she actually hung herself now I'm gonna look at it as y'all pulled over this black woman. Y'all had it locked up for three days. When you researched and saw who she was, it was like, oh, this we man, got us. Oh, yeah, we got the man. Shit, she talking all this police brutality shit. We are gonna show her police brutality. Well, well, let me ask you this: um, Did was there was there ever an autopsy done or anything like that? There was uh, multiple autopsies done. Were, were they all different? Mm-hmm. They had a private autopsy and then they had a well, it wasn't different. But it was like um, I hate that too. The fact that we have to even get private autopsies like that tells you how, how messed the world messed up the world is. Well, well yeah, because I mean the family had we to have get an autopsy. To, no, we have to because yeah. we can't trust that. And there was a lot on the autopsy that they didn't discuss in the you know the the police autopsy that was like she had marks on her back, like scratch marks that looked like you might have fell on your back on the street. Scratches like strawberry type scratches. They did not take. Talking to the mic. They did not take any pictures of it. They didn't take any pictures of her hanging. They took a picture of the noose out of a trash bag. Okay, so I'm back, back at home. Oh, oh, this is on the video, bro. Okay, I I, I, I know about this case a little bit. Yeah, I remember people sharing it a lot. Um, so I'm gonna ask you a question. You just you just answer it. Um, so they this. It's just correct. They first they pulled her over. That's that's recorded. Going to the grocery store, pulled over. She didn't really comply. I guess she so complied enough. She was just cussing the cop out. She was like, yeah, so she was some bullshit. I mean, what they would, what they would, what they would deem as belligerent. I guess what they would deem. Not saying what we. Yeah, would. yeah. Okay, to me that's like my mom just just doing my, being my mom. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. All right. So they take her down to the station. Mm-hmm. All right. From there, footage is just lost. Well, they had point. no, no. They had some footage of her in the station. Just some, like yeah. it just, it just, they had her sit down. Record. They had a, so had them booking her in. Their footage records <clears throat> what they what it wants to record. Just that footage that they have that they wanted us to see. There was also footage of the cell, holding cell that she was supposed to be in, and they were bringing inmates in and out. Nobody ever opened her cell, and it's all right there. So nobody ever went in a cell, nobody ever came out of cell. But the cell next to her, people's in and out, in and out, in and out. Why she was isolated in that cell, or if she was isolated in that cell, you can't tell because the cell that she was in was off to the side, and the cell that was in front of the camera, that was one that people were going in and out in, allegedly, supposedly. It, it, my, my only thing is, like I said, I, I, <coughs> some of these cases do upset you. So for, before I knew you, like a lot of times, I wouldn't even, I, I, would, look, I would look at it, mm-hmm. But then I'd be like, nah, I ain't gonna look into it. Because sometimes I get upset. Like, I'm not trying to bring up other cases, but just just in general. Like, mm-hmm. especially when people get private autopsies, because then I'm like, I know it's a reason why they want to get it. And with this particular case, I just remember people saying, like, something had to happen. This had to happen. This had to happen. And they talked about the the, the mugshot. Yeah, like people saying that maybe they, that, that they held her up to take the mugshot. Is that the one? She was dead on the mugshot. She looked like she was dead. I mean, I, you can't get but it wasn't a high definition camera, so you can't see if her eyes was dilated or whatnot. What year was this? What year was this? Two thousand fourteen. Yeah, we just gonna say that. Yeah. It might have been. Yeah, 14, 15, it might have been fifteen. Yeah. yeah, but let's say fourteen. It's it's no reason why any any police department shouldn't have a high definition camera. 
Set, uh, my iPhone in 2014 took great pictures. You can mm -hmm. zoom in, you might see a pimple on my face. I don't know. I don't really have those, but you could see something. My, my reason I'm asking that because there's no reason why any police department should have low quality pictures. It looked like it could have been too, though. Uh, for one, the city's paying for that anyway. Take money, pay for a dumb thing anyway. Go get a good camera. The best one is, I don't care. A, a Nikon or a Canon, I don't care. Just take the pictures. But it, it's more to it. It gets deeper. The, it looked like that the picture of the mugshot might have been doctor. Not only do it look like she's leaning up against the wall, which they tell you not to, they tell you to stand straight up because they want to get a true idea of how tall you are or whatnot. But there was also a picture where it looked like her eyes might have been rolled up in her head and they might have doctored in the eyes. For the picture, for the mugshot. Yeah, yeah. That's that's neither here nor there. It just looks like it looked like she was already gone in that picture. The the, the most compelling part to me, where I really just like muted the TV, had to rewind that shit back and cut uh, cut it back up. Let me rewind that back. See what they said. I had to cut it back up. Um, they said there was no DNA or fingerprints or nothing on this trash bag. So I just I'm I'm upset. I'm angry. I'm finna kill myself. I I, I tie a trash bag around my neck, hang myself. It ain't no slobber, no spit, no fingerprints on the trash bag at all. The other thing is, everybody that was in the jail, when they were showing the little videos of the guys walking back and forth, everybody right. had on rubber gloves. Everybody had on rubber gloves, which is not uncommon in a jail because you don't know who you're dealing with. But how you how you, you, how like, you do all, a trash all bag? All the facts in the story, just like every every fact, you just like why? How does why, a person why? that's never been in jail even know how to tie a noose to kill themselves? It's, it, I mean, it's some of the shit is just common sense. My thing is, shit, they oh, took, they took, they they took her in jail a couple of times. They, all right, but they took her. Yeah, so, but that to me, that makes it worse the fact they took her to jail a couple of times because I look I'm at like Mister like, the Marijuana exactly. Charges. Bullshit. So why would yeah. she want to kill herself? And that makes no. She didn't catch a body. She's not facing life. This is a signal trip, a traffic ticket. A, a, a signal. The thing is, the thing blizzard. is, and this is another. We're thing. talking about it was a felony. The cop made it a felony. This is the thing. Yeah. First of all, it should, you should never no no none should be a felony unless you drive a hundred miles per hour. It's not it should be a felony. Number one, number two, people get tickets now. They don't get arrested. They get tickets mm -hmm. for stealing. They get tickets for having marijuana on them. Mm -hmm. It's no way she should be at a precinct for a, a traffic stop well, said, unless she has no insurance or she don't. She had a license. Well, they switched it to felony obstruction because she was cussing the cop out. This, that, and the other. Uh, resisting arrest, so to say, or whatever, whatever they wanted to trump up, you know. So what I'm saying? Real question, let me ask you a real question then: mm -hmm. Who you think sent the, sent this person to get her? Okay, no, at this no, point, no, I, I, just I, I mean, just, I'm, I'm not not looking like that all the time, but just talking to you right now. When you think about it, it's I, like, don't, I don't think it was a sin type thing. I think it was like you know, I mean, you got you got race soldiers out here, bro. But you do know sometimes you know who you're dealing with. So you if you, 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 you do you do pull, let's say you pull over, sometimes you know how they're gonna act. When she, the first time she act up, let's take her to the prison. I mean, I, I, I'm not, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying it to be too far fetched. Where it could have been a thing where go get her. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Well, either I just say there's race soldiers, and once they find out, like if I get pulled over by the police and they end up, if some white cops pull me over, I'm telling you, everybody right now, I did not kill myself. But I wouldn't be surprised if something happened to me, especially if they go and start looking at my social media and be like, oh, this is the type of nigga we dealing with. If they got me, if I get pulled but over. But I'm like, hearing she had a big following her before she, like, she had a, a pretty man, big she following. Did. And, she and, and she was, she was on her shit. 
and that's that's a reason enough for I mean you got race soldiers out here. When I say race soldiers, a lot of the the, the the um the invisible army of the Ku Klux Klan has infiltrated the police department. So when you see somebody that's strong and black, it's nothing for them to have to kill them or kill them and get away with it. Because when I say they infiltrate, they've infiltrated. The Ku Klux Klan ain't they ain't walking around with white robes no more. They wearing blue suits with shields yeah. and badges and shit. You know what I'm saying? They they damn near find a justification to do it. Everybody, it sounds like a conspiracy theory, but nigga, the Ku Klux Klan and the and the police departments is damn near, damn near the same. Shit, half of these niggas, they they, been there's some good cops out there, but no, no, there's not no good cops because if you know that these motherfuckers is crooked and you're not saying nothing about it, then you just as crooked as them motherfuckers. Mm. So it ain't no good cops. That's what I'm saying. If they is good cops, then nigga, where y'all at? Y'all looking out for the bad cops? Then you just as bad. I mean, shit, man, you can't kill nobody and ask me, and I'd be like, nah, that's my nigga. He ain't kill nobody. I was in the house when it happened, but I can't. Uh, does that make me just as bad as you? Yeah, if yeah. I go take the body, man, let's go hide the body. No, I ain't got nothing to do with it. I'm a good guy. <laughs> it was yeah. just him. I can't do that and still be claiming to be a good guy and just cover it up. Yeah, but the only difference, only difference <laughs> between something like that is, though, like you're not taking an oath to be a good guy. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not, yeah, <laughs> you're not taking the oath to protect and serve. So sometimes, like I say, if that was the case, I can, I, I'll be more understanding to something like that than I would for a cop because yeah. you're taking an oath. You're saying you're yeah. gonna do this. I ain't taking an oath to say I'm gonna be a good, I'm a good guy today. Yeah. I might see my neighbor kill somebody. I'm like, oh yeah. I'm glad you got it before. I don't know. Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's like whatever, but uh, but I get the example you're using. Yeah. So yeah, but I couldn't, I couldn't go around saying I'm a good guy if I if I know that, or like if you know. Like, you know somebody getting touched or something. You're not doing nothing about it. Like, you know, so you kind of... Hey, you what they call it you... is benign neglect. I was talking to my brother about it the other day. Benign neglect is when you see something happening and you choose not to do nothing about it because you don't want to either be involved or you kind of want it to go that way. You know what I'm saying? I kind of want... Uh, I think uh, back in the, uh, when the police department, when the fire departments came out, then they put the Italians in charge of the fire departments. You got a bunch of uh, Irishmen that was uh, police officers. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Historically... Firemen were uh, Italians, but they kind of grouped with the white folks. And so when they saw black neighborhoods burning down, it would be like, yeah, we're just going to go eat lunch and then we'll come <laughs> back and then we'll put the fire out. That's benign neglect. You see it yeah, burning down. Yeah. Or you know it's going, oh, damn, it burned That's down. Crazy, Shit, man. I would have got back from lunch in time. We would have we put the fire out, but now they got to move. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, that... I think happens in the police departments. It's benign neglect. Y'all see it happening. We know what's happening. We know what's happening to black folks. We know what's happening a lot faster than y'all was lynching niggas back in the 1800s. And nobody's saying nothing about it. Nobody, not even niggas. We ain't even saying nothing about it. We ain't, we ain't doing nothing about it. We saying something about it, but fuck all that marching and praying and shit. It's over. <laughs> it's over. I mean, we need to stop that shit. It's dumb. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> But to, uh, so this documentary, we could watch it on HBO. It's on HBO. It's a good documentary. Sandra Bland, if you watch it. You say how long is it? It's about an hour. Hour? Yeah. It, they actually they actually followed the family from the time it happened. So what, what, they got what, permission what, from the What family. is the family saying? What, what they mean, think happened? I mean, they know she they, she was murdered, man. She was murdered, and she was, it was sta- a hanging was staged. It was, it was a staged suicide. There's no way that she killed herself. I've been mean, just looking at the evidence there. The most that the family did do, they, they got some kind of um, police brutality reform in Texas. They did get that. They got a $1.9 million settlement. But yeah, fuck, I feel suck, like, fuck settlement. I'm not saying any time, <laughs> but I do feel like a lot of times when you do get a settlement, mm-hmm. 
that's a, that's that part of me is saying that there's something there. Mm. I don't want you to go oh, look. I don't, I don't want, want you to go, go dig up, but uh, take at, this bread and keep it moving. At some time, somebody's gonna have to stop with the settlements and be like, "That's not what I want. I don't want the money. I want the justice." Now I, I agree. <laughs> the money sounds good. Yeah, one point nine million. I know it's not a lot, but I mean, it's it was it's a lot to everybody else. Look, if that ever happened to somebody close to me, I'm not going out like that. I'm gonna go out more like Rambo. Hey man. Yeah. Well, you you know what you gotta be the change. You gotta be the change that you want. You know what I'm saying? To well, see, I hope so. it never happens to me like that. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not wishing that y'all not either. In the event that it does, though, but I in the event that it does, we know you're not taking the 1.9. <laughs> I'm not taking nothing. I'm not taking a billion. Well, if they if they, if they offer you a billion, then I'm pretty nope. sure that that's that's proof right there that um something something's there. Hey. So, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm but that, that might be a good thing, though. To see, <laughs> I, want, I, want, I wonder, do people do that? Do they hold out and be like, nah, it's not enough? Let's just to see. Uh, and then, then do you take it and use that money to get more information? I tell you, you know what? The one thing that, that nobody ever talked about, um, do you remember Kareem Gaines up in Baltimore? Young lady got shot, and the house police ran up in her and they, they shot her son, but they killed her. Nah, attractive young lady up in Baltimore. It was about a traffic ticket or a warrant or something, and the police came to the house, kicked in the door, and she was like, no, nah, y'all ain't finna come in here. They went in there to kill her, and then they shot her son, who was like five. No, nah, I remember that. Oh, oh it happened. No, nah, I'm saying, Kareem, I know. I'm Kareem, Kareem Gaines, if you get a chance, DSFR. But they just, um, they offered her, they offered her family $39 million, They gave her family $39 million. It was one of the biggest settlements in history. It wasn't talked about. Something else happened that same day. It was in February. I can't remember what happened. But something happened the same day that kind of kind of covered that up. Away. Took your attention away from that. She got $39 million because Baltimore knew they was wrong. <laughs> Baltimore knew they was dead wrong for that, though. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, man. I, I, it's, it's, I think it's easier... To me, right now, it's easier said than done to say the settlement thing because I'm not in that predicament and I don't want to be in it. No, you know never. what I'm saying? Because, mm-hmm. uh, like I said, to me, uh, nobody in my family that's close to me is their, their life worth. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I, don't, I don't have a dollar sign on their, my, on their life, you know? Mm-mm. And I would want to get justice, but I can't say I wouldn't take the settlement money. That did, to me, it don't mean that I was I would stop looking or talk, but I just felt like revenge is just the sweetest joy next kid pussy. Yeah, but I mean, if I could do it and be, it, <laughs> it, 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 it's not gonna matter because, like I said, the person not there, like in the, it, 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 it depends on who it is. So it could be somebody real close to me, mm-hmm. or they really close. Nah, I ain't gonna say that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't have anybody. You know what I'm saying? But no, I, I get I get your point in saying like I mean, we talking about children now because no, we talking about children. That's the thing. Because a lot of the, the, the cases that we're talking about, the Tamir Rice's or the Trayvon Martin's, you know what? But this, I, we're talking I about our kids. Could, I bro, think it's easy, no to turn, it's easy to turn down a settlement when it's your children because you can't enjoy that money anyway. There's no way you're going to enjoy that money. No disrespect. Yeah, right? Exactly. That's why I'd rather just it. go out in the blaze, What's bro? the point of you giving me bread? What, what, what I'm getting money for? I can't enjoy this. If I do, I'm buying an army and then I'm coming back. I may take the money, but if I do, no, that's not the end of it. All right, so listen, you're taking the money, you're not taking the money. Which one is it? No, if I, I take I, the money, I, 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 then I'm getting a whole bunch of artillery and I'm coming to see somebody's. Ain't nothing wrong with that, man. <laughs> um, and next week, uh, if we record next time, um, yeah. we're going to start out. I ain't going to do this podcast, but we're going to tell the listeners some plans we got for the next year and just mm. get their pain on it. Um, 
So we'll we'll give it, we'll we'll give each yeah, other. Yeah, it's definitely gonna make some some power moves. Twenty nineteen is gonna be the I'm trying year. Trying to get of, guests on the show. Yeah, um, we're gonna get some guests. It's gonna be the year of the half hour Black Power though. I Tell think the first one, the first one we do need to have is, is Jacqueline, obviously. There could mm-hmm. be something we could be on, but maybe that be before the year out. Yeah, shout out to Jackie. We'll get on the show. And then um, we'll go from there. But I definitely want to make bring a person on. If we can, once a week, that'd be fine. We don't have to be every week, you know what I'm saying? But at least twice a month, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but go ahead with some Sun Tzu, and um, we'll wrap this thing up. For sure. Sun Tzu once said, what the ancients called a clever fighter is one who not only wins, but excels in winning with ease. In other words, I know I talk a lot about, you know, get the strap, being ready. But in actuality, if we ever have to go to war, the fronts that we're going to have to go to war on are going to be, first off, mental. It's going to be psychological. It's going to be economic. And last, we have to pick up the arms. Thing is, all those other three are a whole lot easier to win. And if you can't win that way, you may be able to protect yourself for a while, but uh, that gunfight ain't really going to work out for us in the long run. Peace. In the land of the free where the blacks enslave, three-fifths of a man, I believe, is the phrase. I'm 50% of Duce and it's dead free, yeah? 100% of Ace of Spade worth half a beat, uh. Rock Nation, half of that. Just-